and Grace watching Stargate. They made a podcast that's on iTunes that you should rate. Nix is a super fan, Grace is pretty new. Kaylee the Thorgy will help them make it through. Bartender Nick is here to make them drinks. As they reference random pop culture things. Crying out loud, they'll put a smile on your face. There's no place like Tara with Nix and Grace. Welcome to episode 197 of what There's the? No Place Like Terra, a Stargate First Watch Rewatch podcast. I am Nixie. And I am Grace. And today we are going over SG Atlantis. Yes. Season 2. I'm trying hard not to burp into the microphone. <laughs> <laughs> episode 2. Intruder, a.k.a. I didn't think of an a.k.a. because I'm terrible. My a.k.a. is... <laughs> I'm afraid I can't do that, John. Oh, <laughs> that is a good one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's basically just Hell 9000. Yeah, pretty, that's pretty appropriate. Wraith 9000. Wraith 9000. I like that. We're going to keep that. I love you, Wraith 9000. Oh, that so doesn't work. But it's I just awful. Saw Endgame it's it so awful. <laughs> Speaking of um, Disney Plus all the yeah. time, Disney uh-huh. Plus. Um, oh, I was just watching an entire morning of Nat Geo documentaries about NASA. <laughs> just DuckTales. Just DuckTales all the time. Oh, and The Sword in the Stone. It was funny. We were. You know, I was thinking about watching that the other night. The Sword in the Stone? Yeah. It's just, I just like it. It's yeah. just cute. Yeah. Um, we were looking at stuff last night, and I'm going through Jesse's searching, and I'm like, I feel like we're missing things. Because he's scrolling yeah. through all of these pages of things. He goes, oh, no, these are just the things I've put in my watch list. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, at some point, there's too many things in the watch list. <laughs> Can I tell you what I saw as I was scrolling this morning that I was, I did not realize that movie would at all be on Disney Plus. Which one? 10 Things I Hate oh, About You. that went into my watch list as well. Yeah. Yep. Um, done and done. Also, um, Jeff Goldblum just being Jeff Goldblum all over the place. That makes sense. Um, the time your dog eats something off the floor and you don't really know what it was. It's funny because I looked over and then I looked at you and you were noticing the same thing. So we're like, okay, well, she's not Nathan Drake. So whatever it is, it's probably it's food. probably a bug. Yeah, it's probably edible. Ish. Unlike my point is like, <laughs> are you now eating the table? <laughs> well, I mean, your dog is essentially a toddler. He's, yeah, he's if just a little buddy. If it can go in his mouth, it yeah, will go it's in gonna, mouth. Yeah, I'm, I eat this now. Speaking uh, of, I don't know, your house, your yeah, dogs. Yeah. We were there last night. We DD'd. Playing DD. And guess who was our lovely DM? I feel yeah. like I'm getting better at this shit. You're pretty fucking good at this. I, I, you threw me for a loop there for a bit. You're natural. When you stripped down naked. Yeah, yeah. And tried to hold conversations. <laughs> uh, let's be clear. Grace did not Grace strip did down not. naked. Rosie did. Rosie did. Well, so here's what I was counting on. And I think we made it work. Yeah. Is Rosie is incredibly charismatic. Yes. And they were in a bathhouse. They, it's not we like were. she like stripped no. and down at like a they random. They were in a super ritzy, slightly mob controlled bathhouse. So what she did is she's like, well, I work here and I'm new. And then talked to the guy and was like, hey, I'm brand new. I clearly work here and I'm brand new. Because yeah. look at how cute I am and I'm naked. And thankfully the character would be as I don't know exactly what to say next as I was. So it slightly worked out. <laughs> yeah. But we, we made it through. And then. I think my favorite part of the whole thing is that Jesse's little underdark gnome yeah. 
was like, here, bite on this, as yeah. she's standing there naked, uh-huh. and then gives her mage armor. <laughs> so somehow naked, she's more protected than when she's clothed. <laughs> Can I actually tell you my other favorite part, uh-huh. and it did still involve Jesse? Oh, uh-huh. So Nick, as oh. a druid, <laughs> yeah. turned into a dire wolf yes. in the dungeon. And so because there was like a foot of disgusting sewer water, yeah. our gnome just rode the dire wolf. Yeah. And just like... Would go. I dig my heels and then go forward. Yeah. Steed. I'm gonna up your gain a little because okay. now that we're working, I'm here. Oh, that's the wrong one. That's the wrong one. Just kidding. Oh, we're no. gonna keep rolling even though that's happening. And okay. uh, and 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 just to, I didn't tell anyone this last night, but I'll give you the super secret thing because <laughs> it would have made life a lot more difficult. Okay. As written. The dungeon has like three feet of water in it. Ah, that would have sucked for our little dude. But considering our gnome is three feet tall, I went, I'm not going to do that to him. Yeah, he needs, yeah. We need to find him um, like in Mandalorian, a little floating (laughs) thing to sit in. Oh my God, I'm going to tell him that when I get home. (laughs) And he's going to hate and love it all at once. Oh, he's he's a wizard. He can find a way to make that shit work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're going to make that happen. So yeah, I got to uh, battle... And juggle a few characters, and and we met uh, friend Amanda's character finally. Yes, um, I forgot her name. Her name is Hermie. Hermie, that's right. <laughs> because Hermie, she likes to name who is all... a drow ranger, she likes to name things similar names all the time. Yes, <laughs> yes. Uh, but so does uh, Mister Phil. So they are made for each they're, other. It's like they're married. Yeah, weird, weird how that happens. But yeah, it was my first time doing a battle where I had like different stats to follow yeah. for things. It was good. I think you were amazing. I had so much fun. Thank you. Um, I came home and was like, I'm exhausted. I like I didn't say anything on the way home. I'm like, I'm tired. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you'll learn that one. You'll be hungry sometimes, and then you'll be tired, and then you'll just pass out. Um, I learned that from a from a Jesse. From a Jesse. Yeah. Anything um, else of note? Uh, we're not gonna go too deep into Mandalorian. We're gonna wait we till it's done. Because we have many things to say. We're gonna wait till it's done. We're gonna tie that into an episode we are planning later this year. Some, um, sometime. Needless to say, it's really good and we both really love it. It's super fun to watch it. The music is amazing. See? Ah. Oh, really? Yeah. I have said multiple times how much I love the music. Okay, there was a couple of times where the music took me out of it and then Jesse mentioned something and I'm like, that's what it is. There's too many trumpets and it feels like Rocky. Um, oh, I don't get that. I got that. I super I, got that. In my head, like, I love the title music that oh, hits with the title so card. Oh, so I love all the effects, and I love the title music. You yeah. are absolutely correct. And every time that title music comes in, Anytime the trumpets come in, there was a couple of times he used the trumpets. Yeah. It's a, it's just too rocky. And it's funny, because we noticed that, and then I looked up the composer, and it's the guy who did Creed. Oh, and really? And Creed 2. Okay. Yeah. And he's, you know, he's good. These people are good. They're yeah, good at their oh, jobs. Yeah, yeah. But there's something just about, like, the cadence of, like, because it was, dun, 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 dun. like, yeah. I was like, this is rocky. This See, is rocky. See, in my head, I never made a connection to something else. To me, it was actually, my head, it made sense as a blend between a western soundtrack okay. and what is traditionally john williams star wars yeah. music because that always has a ton of horns okay and so my head it was like oh this is a perfect blend of what star wars western music would be a uh, gotcha 
Okay, but but you're right. The other effects were really great. Like yeah. all the just kind of the background sound and that wasn't that, specific score. Just that title. Yeah. Music. That one's oh. good. Anyways, we're otherwise not going. We're there's too many spoilers to talk about Mandalorian. We're not talking different. about it. We're um, a week late anyway. July twenty second, two thousand and five. Yay! This was written by Joan Paul, directed by Peter. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't that a band in the seventies? <laughs> <laughs> We've made. That joke a few times. It's not. It, it never gets It's old. never not funny. Okay. So previously on Stargate, the Wraith attacked, and the Daedalus showed up, and we got a ZPM, and then we faked a self-destruct, and now we're invisible, and Ford is addicted to Wraith enzymes. Everything is fine. Everything is awesome. <laughs> um... So we start with Weir. Yes. With our coffee. Yes. Looking out the window of the Daedalus. I mean, it's a pretty cool, like, scenic view, I guess. It's like the ultimate, I would like a screensaver. Okay. That's that. Yeah, that would be cool. I would be happy with that. Uh, it's traveling through hyperspace. Um, she couldn't sleep. She's up. John's also up. Mm-hmm. Joins her. Pours himself a cup of coffee. Pour some coffee and I love for this me. Quiet conversation between them because we don't get it very often. We don't, and it's too soon to ship. You're shipping them so hard. It's too soon to ship. You were shipping them beforehand. I was, but I still feel like I'm trying to restrain myself. Uh huh. Um, but you wonder, like, all of a sudden, why is she a lot more relaxed? Your to head, have these conversations you're, there's with There's a him. part of your head that's treating him like Barbie's going, kiss! Kiss! kiss. <laughs> no kiss. Especially after the conversation we see in one that of her flashbacks. Maybe she's just kind of looking for a rebound. I mean, see, I would be for it. I'll be honest. I've never shipped them. I don't know why. I can't help it. They're just both pretty. They're too, they're pretty. They're just so pretty, and they're both so smart that I'm like, you should just be a thing. Yeah, I don't. Think I don't it, know they'd work. Yeah, I've never shipped them. I, I don't think they're like meant for a long term thing. Yeah, but I mean, they can be like convenience. You're in space. Yeah, That's some comfort and some familiarity, That's if like, you they will. Can just be like opportunistic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. opportunistic cuddles. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I like it. And we'll just go with cuddles. We're not going to get... Listen, like, there is some... When it is a cold night Atlantis, and you just want to watch some random movie that someone has smuggled it's, aboard it's Atlantis, like that, yeah. and you want to cuddle up on a couch with someone, this and just, that, like, you do that thing where you, you're on opposite ends of the couch, but you your feet are half angle uh-huh. twins. <laughs> yeah. That's... We call that the, like, I don't want to move. It's like, well, I don't want to move either. Yeah. Fine. But yeah. I like you. It's like, well, I That's like you too, but I'm not moving. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that works. Um, it's very like we're in high school. It's like puppies. Yeah. Yeah. They're going to color like puppies. Mm-hmm. Opportunistically. <laughs> yes. I mean, being an owner of two dogs, it is very opportunistic, the chances that they take for cuddles. Can I tell you, last night, it was so adorable. We were doing, Nick and I were doing the, the, the foot ups and ends uh-huh. cuddle. And Kaylee came up between us. Yeah. And, you know, laid down, but, like, did the, the dog squirm a yeah. few times. Yeah. Ended up. It's the cutest goddamn fucking thing <laughs> in the whole world. Ended she up. She does not like that you're talking about her. On her back. <laughs> as she does. Yeah. Legs in the air. But her head was, like, Wait, lulled like, back. I just don't care. Completely asleep. And her, her front paws were doing that, like, up, but, like, yeah. bounce. Yeah. <laughs> She's and she weirdo. was out. That's awesome. And I was just... She was just like loving life. All spread out, and I was like, "I'm gonna go upstairs. I don't want to ruin this dog's comfort." But usually, she comes upstairs with mm-hmm. 
So I just like scooped her up Aww. and carried her up the stairs. And she just stayed? She just stayed. That's awesome. And then I plopped her on the bed. And she didn't move. She did like squirm around to a different lane position, uh-huh, but didn't uh-huh. move. It's it's hard being a Kaylee. And then she had like a pillow to her back and like a blanket on the side. And she stayed there the entire night. Yeah, I believe that. So I just it's had so it's so much work being a Kaylee. I just you had have a exhausted corgi nights. butt right in my face as <laughs> nice. I was sleeping all night. Um, the boys have done this new thing where um, I think they want to sleep together. The thing is, Drakey sleeps in a crate mm-hmm. and Stormy sleeps in his pillow. So, again, when a domestic partner boyfriend, Jesse, falls asleep on the couch in the living room, I let them sleep on the bed with yeah. me. Um, and they spoon each other, it's which is adorable. a pretty thing that they do, and it's adorable. Now, which one's the big spoon? Is Usually it Stormy? it's Stormy. Of course. Usually it's Stormy. And, but they've started doing this thing at night where Stormy will go into the crate with Drakey, oh, and I'm like, buddy. You it's, fit. Yeah. They, the thing is, they do. It's a huge crate. <laughs> but the problem is, I don't want them to wake me up at 2 a.m. because they're playing yeah. in the crate. Yeah. Because it's my boys, yeah. and that's what's going to happen. That's going to happen. Um... So I'm 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 dealing with this conundrum. I don't know what to do. I I'm not sure that Drakey's quite ready to be outside the crate alone at night. Yeah. Uh, again, I don't need to be woken up because someone wants to go outside to play. This is true. At three in the morning. This is true. Um, but I may just like butt up Stormy's pillow to the crate and put them both under or the blanket. Or you could just try the like you keep the door closed, but maybe the. Crates open. Oh, that's an interesting idea. So the crate's still there, you can sleep in, but the door's open, yeah. but the door to the room is closed. That's an idea. I might try that. Anyway, um, it must guys, be a real about Atlan, the burden Atlantis. of commands uh-huh. keeping John up since he was promoted to lieutenant colonel. Mm. And and we're like, damn. that was like a month ago, dude. Yeah. At what point are you going to not point it out in never, every conversation? Never. No, he's going to stop pointing it out when he just becomes colonel. Yeah, just a full-blown <laughs> colonel. Yeah. Um, and he's like, look, this is a big deal. There's a lot of people in and out of the military that never thought he'd make a past captain. Yeah. <laughs> but why is we're up? Uh, and she's actually pretty sure she got used to falling asleep to the sound of the ocean. Aww. Which is really sweet sounding, but also I'm like, lady, there are sleep machines. I know it's not the same thing, but yeah. you can recreate the sound With of the With all this tech, you didn't think to get yourself a sleep machine? Maybe she's that selfless yeah. that she did not think to get herself a sleep machine. So they they find it really funny. They spent a year not knowing if they'd ever make it back to Earth. Yes. As soon as they got there, they're like, I kind of sort of want to go back to Atlanta. Yeah. You can't go home again. Yeah. It's just that it just always is the truth. It's like once um it's like once you take that leap of faith, yeah. you're like, "Oh yeah, no, this is really cool." I, yeah, it's <laughs> like you there's always sort of the once you leave your OG home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. OG home becomes like a mythological home. Yeah. It's still the overarching home. Mm-hmm. It's like the home of your soul. Yeah. But it's like it's it becomes a myth because it's not there. You build it up, yeah. And so well, once wherever you currently are, you may not realize you think of it as home. Mm-hmm. But once you like start thinking of it as home, like you, that's yeah, home you can't now. re make the other yeah, you can't recreate what was. And I think you don't actually realize that that is your home until you leave. Yeah, and you're like, oh, got it, got it. Yeah, you're I like, hey, that a few times in my. 
wise woman travels in, in the... your in your um nomadic life mm-hmm. if you will <laughs> not quite yeah. nomadic but it gets up there yeah so they, they we should just of... be gypsies we should take on the gypsy lifestyle i mean i did enough that's fine let's do it so they they kind of got a little one trip through the gate and you're back to earth no problem but then you have to spend 18 days on a ship cramped with as we'll see a fuck ton of people yeah to get back it's like they went from um, from traveling via like private, um, what's Jet? it called, the Concorde? Oh yeah, private Concorde. It to like um, sailing across the uh-huh. sea. <laughs> it's like, oh, this is way super not fun. And with that, an airman comes in telling him there's been an accident mm, in my butt. Everybody, look at my butt. Yes, way up there, lie. Morty. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Carson and the others are already there. Mm-hmm. Doctor Monroe is dead. That's not good. Credits. By the way, we can't see the new season of Freaking Morty yet. We oh. can't find it where a place to stream, and it's oh. bothering us. Where is it? Like Cartoon Network? Yeah. Hmm. So when we come back from credits, they're wheeling Doctor Monroe's body out. Carson mm-hmm. is isn't a hundred percent sure, but there's burn marks on his fingertips. Yikes! And the panel on the wall is open, and the circuits there are charred. Hmm. And. Uh, John is like, well, he's the one who noticed it was charred, but they're like, there's there's not enough juice running through that circuit to kill him. Right. So he was working on computer diagnostics. Um, okay, he finds the security footage. He's just normal working. Yeah. And then the footage goes fuzzy. Hmm, interesting. Right before he was killed. It's almost like somebody murdered him. It's not suspicious at all. Not even. It's how heartbreaking that that's right when the security footage seemed to die. So McKay thinks it could have been some sort of isolated power surge. Mm. Uh, it also goes towards the ca- why the camera footage would be lost. Sure. Um, the door could have been broken. He tried to go fix it. Uh, dead guy now. It sucks because they're doing what the right moves are where you always go full Occam's razor, like yeah. the simplest solution, except by this point you guys should know that your life is crazy and it's never the simplest solution. By this solution. point you realize you're on Stargate. Think of the wildest solution yeah. and then maybe you'll get close. Maybe. It's like, it was unicorns came in here <laughs> and gored him to death. Basically. Yeah. So, um, McKay thinks that they should drop out of hyperspace and mm-hmm. run a full diagnostic. Caldwell's like, yeah, no. Hmm. We don't want to be detected. We're in Wraith area. Uh, we'll be Atlantis in two days. So hold your horses. We'll get there soon. <sighs> Playing it safe. Which, to be fair, like, I I kind of am with He's Caldwell playing it this. safe. He's yeah. playing it safe. So Weir knows the ship is fairly new mm-hmm. in the grand scheme of things. There might be some problems. Yeah. Uh, and Caldwell cuts her off wanting a word outside. Yeah. And he's like, you know what the chain of command is? Yeah. It's a chain I beat you with until you realize who's in command. <laughs> but here's the thing. I don't disagree with what he's saying here. No. That was a little bit... It wasn't appropriate for her to be like, actually, you're wrong in front of all the people. Well, and but the thing is, is I don't know if she necessarily said, no, you're wrong. Mm-hmm. I think she was just more going, well, it is a new ship. Maybe yeah. there's other things here, too. The, the, the situation is, I think... They approach leadership and their teams through different cultures. Yes. And her, someone who is so well-versed in cultures. Yes. Um, probably could have deciphered that, hey, 
with my team, this yeah. is how I approach things. We just spit out answers regardless mm-hmm. of whether who might be wrong or right. Yeah. There's no there's no power at play. Yeah. However, the power bases are In, far more yeah. distinguished. I think to me it's one of those where I don't think we're necessarily went far enough to warrant this conversation. Mm-hmm. But I also think she did step over line. So uh, I think yeah. it was a combination of one... I think Caldwell spoke up a little too soon, mm-hmm. but I think we're also maybe yeah. He 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 spoke up soon enough to where we can tell that he's threatened by the because idea of it. Apparently, um, she doesn't think that just this chain of command thing is mm-hmm. quite what the situation is all about. Mm. And uh, he's like, "No, I have a job to do," and she points oh, sure. out that it's not the one that he wanted. Oh, I mean, she's digging in. Caldwell goes to say something and doesn't. And then we get a flashback. Oh, a little bit of the su- color's gone. Uh-huh. That's a little bit desaturated. You... We must be in the past. There's a little bit of like like the, glamour glow on yeah, it. Because the further back you go in the past, the more black and white yes. it becomes. Uh, in, in the briefing room. That's um, why movies were in black and white. Yes. Because color didn't exist. Exactly. Mm-hmm. To be fair, I, me along with many other people, I think for a time being thought that. <laughs> it's fair. Uh, when we were very young, to be fair, I'm not that... Okay. So in we're in the briefing room. Landry's at the head. Mm-hmm. So this is a point Landry's in yep. command. There's Weir on one side, mm-hmm. Landry at the head of the table, and like three or four military guys on the other side. Yay. This is fun. Just to like emphasize the point we're getting Military, to. military, 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 military. So the International Committee has approved the increase in people, along with military, and resources to Atlantis. Mm-hmm. And... Guys, there's a sweater. <laughs> Classic Air Force look. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> it looks like it's almost a lace weight, but very fine yeah. knit. I'm thinking it's like a 3-3 three, three or 4-4 four, four rib. You're saying a lot of words that yeah. I'm just going to go, yup. Yeah. I'm just yupping at it's you. It's definitely machine and not handmade. Sure, sure, okay. sure, sure, sure. It makes sense. Yeah. It's got a lovely bouquet of Quran. I'm hoping it's a solid merino wool. Yeah. Uh-huh. It's mariner's wools. Mm-hmm. So, um, we're brought all of chiffon, her senior staff lightweight. back to Earth. <laughs> I'm just making up words over fine, here. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. Well, if there's a lace fine. weight, then there must be a chiffon weight. Or there a tool weight. It's, it's It's exists in my head. It's canon in my brain. There is a... Smaller than lace is cobweb. Cobweb. A spider lace. Yep. Got it. Yep. Okay. So, <laughs> we're brought all of our senior staff back to Earth because it's only fair they have to be part of the selection process of the new personnel under them. Okay. And they notice how... It hasn't kind of noticed how much Weir has singled out John with a lot of credit. How much she loves him. But also is not hesitant to point out when John disagrees and in one case directly disobeyed her. How much she loves him. And uh, he's she's like, yeah, he... he did disobey me, but he also saved all the lives that day. But also, she loves him. Um, <laughs> and they continue that, that courage and ingenuity is not what's at, at question here. Mm-hmm. It's the ability to follow the chain of command. Right. And his independent streak poses a problem for that. No. It poses a problem for a standard military yes. job. Which but Atlantis, I don't think, qualifies. Is not, that. yeah. And if if John disobeyed Weir, 
then who's to say he wouldn't disobey the new military commander of Atlantis? <laughs> well, he can't because he's him. The end. Mic drop. And she wants but- <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> end of scene. Yeah. And uh, she's like, come again for Big Fudge? Mm-hmm. Uh, they They haven't necessarily made up their mind yet as to who's going to be the new except Landry's like tilting his head directly he at like Caldwell. totally telegraphs the move like except this guy over here like he basically points at him yeah with and, his face and where's like Atlantis has a military commander it's you know I wonder if this is Landry's way of getting her read on the situation because technically he's not supposed to um, but I want to give Landry a little bit of the benefit of the doubt that he's not as stuck up as other people because he's friends with Jack. Which we also, I think everything we've gotten so far signals that Landry yeah. is not as very stuck up. Yeah, he's not as rigid. Maybe yes. stuck up's too negative but, a word. Yeah, he's flexible. Yeah, he's a little more flexible in his thinking and his mentality towards how things approach things. So <laughs> I think um, he's oh. like, yeah, totally, dude, we'll do this. But he's like... In the back of his mind, he's like, but I've got to get Weir's read on this first. Yeah. So I wonder if Caldwell didn't know that he was like... That's what like I mean. neon signing to him? That's what I'm getting at. I think he was like, hey, while well, I've got you here. Yeah. What do you think of this dude as your captain? Or as whatever of your ship? And she's like, fuck no. <laughs> I'm throwing hands. And, and yeah, he's... Uh, but I like that they're like... She goes, Atlantis has a military commander, and they are distinctive in saying, no, you had a military commander. Mm. He died. Mm. John's been keeping the spot warm. Oof. And Caldwell pops in that you can't put a major in charge of something like this, especially one with such a, you know, colorful record. (laughs) And Weird just gives no shits about his record before Atlantis. Yeah. This is where you remember that she is the one, the versed negotiator, communicator. Yeah. Yeah. Without him... Atlantis wouldn't be here anymore. Mm-hmm. Uh, they'd all be dead. And if you can't have a major in charge of the, you know, as the head military officer in Atlantis, well, then you're just going to have to fucking promote him. What? Get it? Get it? And then she gets up, she go. She goes, she basically pulls the the president and other important people like me card yeah. and then just drops that in the center of the table. Uh-huh. She's like, by the way, you're not going to win this one. Yeah. <laughs> basically yeah. i've been saving this card till the end of the conversation uh-huh. but also we should have never had this conversation because you're not going to win this well one. i can also imagine that she, this is a, it's a very powerful card she mm-hmm. may only be able to use this card once and this is where she chose to play it and she may be bluffing it like who knows she if they're like yeah, it. i don't put that past her yeah if we they're saw like how she negotiated with the janai yep yeah but again, this is what she's good at. Yeah. She's very charismatic. She's very convincing. She's very persuasive. Mm-hmm. And these uh, these guys went into this thinking, uh, might is right. Yeah. And I have all this legitimate power. And she's like, no, no, no. That is not the only type of power that exists in the world. Yeah. Let me tell you about all the kinds of power that I've got. Atlantis is special. Mm-hmm. So we come on to the flashback. And also, if you puzzle this together... This trip on the Daedalus uh-huh. is, is the, the one that Daniel missed? The one that Daniel missed. That makes sense. Which means oh. at the beginning of the season, John and Weir and everyone else was still on Earth. Which means they didn't get to see Daniel. Oh, right. Wait, because when they got there is when Daniel was in no 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 okay so they may have met with daniel okay like they met with daniel daniel was supposed to be on this trip on the day right so they had planned on bringing daniel back with them right so they'd already met 
But remember when we started this, it was like a day away. Yeah, remember before it was leaving. In, yeah. When he came in to read the tablet, he yeah. was like, well, it leaves in eight hours. Yeah. So at the beginning of the season, they were like finishing up packing. So they papers. basically left while they were in the... Coma. T- the, the, yeah. They left okay. while they were in a coma. Yike. That blows for Daniel. Yeah. Uh, but I want to see what Shepard would have done if to run into Vala. Like, what the <laughs> oh, fuck? <geez. laughs> um, listen, there are, John is not ready for Vala. No, that's what I mean. Like, I think he would have been like, I'm very scaroused. <laughs> <laughs> Daniel's barely ready for Vala. Yeah, and Daniel's well-versed in the world. Of yeah, Cam these is only ready for Vala because Cam is like, I don't know what's going on right now. And He's... You're so distracted by Daniel that that's okay. I, I think Cam's like... Shepard is great. He's a good dude. Yeah. He's very brave and he's all these things. But Cam's like a fucking rodeo cowboy. Exactly. You like, know what Cam I mean? Like he's like, I'm down. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, I am down. May have not have seen it, but I am ready. Exactly. And Shepard thinks he's ready, but he's a bit more not ready. As we find out when he's like, there's an alien naked. Next exactly to me. what I'm getting at. <laughs> yeah. His life is a little more sheltered than he realizes. He's incredibly smart and incredibly brave and incredibly able, but he, there is a lot of things that he's still learning he hasn't seen. I'm going to take a drink. Those people. <gasps> what? <sighs> this is fun. Okay, so also the ship as we come out of this, mm-hmm. there's a lot of people on this ship. There is a lot of people on this it ship. It is packed in like a goddamn sardine. Jeepers. I don't want to be on that ship for 18 days. I feel like... How many people are packed in per room? Oh. It's like six bunks a room or something. Oh, I didn't think of that. It's probably like rotating shifts. Gross. So I'll tell you this. Uh, there was this really cool trip that we were supposed to go on with mm-hmm. school uh, that I ended up not going on. It would have been this weekend. I really wanted to, but I had to weigh like the pros and the cons. Yeah, like, be like anyway. a responsible adult and shit. One of the things that was like, I don't know that I can live with this. It was shared hotel rooms. Oh, really? Yeah. Because, you know, it's it was sponsored by this, yeah. like a, yeah, yeah, a yeah. benefactor to the school gave yeah. us this trip. Um, so we didn't want to take advantage. So it's like, yeah. you guys are going to have to double up. The yeah. rooms are doubles. You're going to double up. Yeah. And, uh, I'm talking with domestic partner, boyfriend, Jesse. I was like, I don't even like sharing rooms with our friends, <laughs> let alone a person I've never met before. See, also, and- <laughs> I don't like to wear clothes when I sleep. See, and that's definitely one that I can be adaptable with. Yeah. Yeah. We learned that uh, with Mr. Phil's birthday last year. Oh, yeah, I remember this. Uh, where we had this like nightmare situation where we got an Airbnb that was supposed to be two bedrooms. Mm-hmm. And the lady's like, no, it's two beds. And we so, were like, we're getting the fuck out of here. So when Nick and I get our camper that is a pop-up camper that just has two beds in mm-hmm. the one camper and we go out for a couple days, yeah. you're totally down with just crashing in the same camper, right? I'm going to have to. Yeah. Yeah. And just like have the other bed. Yeah. And just... You, you guys know. are just going to have to deal with the fact that I don't wear pants to bed. The, I mean, I don't think any of us wear <laughs> pants to bed. That's fair. And showering up back. Oh, that part's fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That part I'm fine with. So, Caldwell, <laughs> what are we talking about? <laughs> Caldwell's being super captainy, mm-hmm. captainy, yeah, captainy, captainy. And McKay comes up and captainacious. He knows that dropping out of hyperspace is super less than ideal and shit, mm-hmm. but um, 
He's thinking there's a chance that Monroe's death was not an accident. Yeah, this is, uh, it's getting a little fucky in here. He investigated. There was a power search at the door, but it was 30 seconds after the camera went out. That's not a coincidence. Nope. Somebody's doing the things. McKay accidentally calls him Major Shepard, and Caldwell pointedly reminds him that it's Lieutenant Colonel. Hmm. That's fun. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Super fun. Caldwell super enjoys that. You can tell how much he enjoys Uh it by how much he has to grit it out of his teeth. It's fun, too, because if anyone he could have chosen to commiserate with instead of being like, you have to call him this, McKay might have been the right one. Well, it's actually, I'm more like, would just let it pass. Right. That's true. And just like... Like, I feel like had he gone to McKay and like rolled his eyes and it's like, no, remember, it's Lieutenant <laughs> Colonel. That would have been the one person you can do that with. Because when McKay would have been like, oh, right, the guy who's full of himself is now from Chider. I'm totally on board. Hot let's, kettle black. Yeah, let's both roll our eyes at him. But again, like McKay would have been yeah. the one because Carson would have been so genuine. Yeah. We're obviously, we yeah, know where yeah. she stands. Yeah. Uh, so... There is, Dr. Monroe is in the process of enabling a protocol that's used to isolate and shut down corrupt programs. McKay doesn't know what the program was, but he was killed right before he could finish doing it. Hmm. So, there's a problem with the ship and Monroe was killed to cover it up? Yikes. And... McKay just knows that it's more than a random malfunction. Mm-hmm. It's it's very sinister. Like, because yeah. they think it's a person. Yeah. It's just like, what? how quickly they, he, uh, Caldwell's like, it's someone here. Yeah. Like, we fought, someone here is a piece of shit well, because I don't, I didn't vet everyone. It, well, it's also, I think part of it might be that, yes. And I know part of me wonders how much off-world experience Caldwell had right. before he was captain of Prometheus, or Dave Daedalus. Yeah, probably not very much. Because, uh, the reason I ask is because I wonder how exposed Caldwell was to a lot of these think of the weird answer because it's the SGC moments. Yeah. Well, and that's the thing is um, you're absolutely right. Um, it's the idea where he doesn't think of something outside of another human causing this yeah, problem. because he hasn't had the experience to have that even enter his thought process yeah. as much. Uh, what he's known is that other humans are usually the problem. Yeah. Yeah. So that makes me, that like I said, that makes me wonder. I'm sure he was not unknown to the SGC before he got this. You don't just get the captain right. of an intergalactic spaceship without, you know, knowing. Yeah. But I just wonder how much off-world strange shit experience he had yeah it's just a certain level of awareness that he's not quite at yeah um where he's he knows that this is a thing and he knows that there's aliens but he sometimes reverts to the default yeah that he's been used to for so long uh but that is enough for caldwell he calls to the bridge and has him drop out of hyperspace into normal space yes in engineering, Rodney is working with Hermia to uh, look through the system, see if there's anything hinky going on. Mm-hmm. Hermia is annoyed. He doesn't like hinky. He wants to have specific things to look for. Yeah. Uh, and I love his snark, his passive aggressive. Again, I love. I feel like there's they wasted a great opportunity to have him and McKay banter a little bit longer. I know. Because again, if McKay is matched with, if anybody can match McKay, yeah. In like, I don't want to be here. I am undervalued. Uh-huh. It's 
any it's Asgard. Permanent. It's yeah. any Asgard ever. Any Asgard, but yes, Hermione in particular in this, like, like the two who feel like they could form a support that's group. That's why they can't. Yeah, why that's they fair. Can't. Yeah, they're so busy looking so at John themselves. So John comes in and can't stop staring at Hermione. <laughs> and McKay tries to remind him that he hates when people stare at him. Stop that shit. Yeah. Be cool. Don't. Act like you've been here before. Yeah. Um, I love how squeamish he is. John like stage whispers. A key for he my whispers. Yeah. He whispers how I whisper. Yeah. He's like, does anyone find it weird that we're working with aliens? And I'm like, dude, how long have you been on yeah, Atlantis? He's like, I'm okay with the aliens as long as they look like us. <laughs> I know, basically. basically. I was like, you basically had sex with an alien. Yeah. Remember that part? Yeah. Did you remember that you did that thing with that? Okay. So we're not going to think about that? Cool. I mean, technically, I guess not an alien, just an evolved human. But Whatever. still, yeah. Um, I love to think that John's just squeamish yeah. in life in general. Like, is he of, supposed to be naked? Of all the things he's seen, or he's the guy that's like uncomfortable in the gym. Yeah. Like, which is, and it's not like a, like a diss. No. It's just like, of all the things he can do, like he can run around Atlantis and yeah. kill things and like risk his life and go full John McClane. And yet he sees... He has manners. Another fucking penis. And yeah. all of a sudden he's like, I'm very uncomfortable. <laughs> he has, like, proper manners. Yeah. Like, old school proper southern manners. I guess manners. so, yeah. <laughs> I love it. So McKay just eye rolls uh, and leaves calling Lindstrom. You know who he is? He's a guy that you date and you never pee in front of. Because he's like, I'm really not into that. Okay, yeah. I see that. There's, because. Uh, it's an always door closed. Yeah. Never door open situation. And it's not that he thinks you're gross. It's just like, I don't need to be part of this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I see that. Mm Mm-hmm. So, uh, McKay leaves calling Lindstrom, which, because it's me, I'm just going to assume that someone on the writing staff is giant Red Wings fans. Yeah. (laughs) I'll take it. Nicholas Lindstrom. I know that one a little bit, yeah. Of the Red Wings. And he's the perfect human. Oh. He was was awesome. Oh. He's still really cool. He's the second awesomest captain after the captain i'm gonna stop now i'm pretty into this i like when you talk sports at me (laughs) sports puck yeah it's not quite sports ball it's It's a sports puck sports puck uh the sports disc hermiad uh hermiad mutters under his breath i believe he mutters Mm -hmm. backwards humans are infants (laughs) (laughs) i mean he's not wrong not wrong so mckay and lindstrom go investigate in different parts of this uh, yeah. of the ship and Lindstrom has something hmm. and then the lights go off hmm. and then the alarms go off hmm, that's and then not coolant leak go off ah this part sucks and McKay uh, can get to the door to the hallway Lindstrom can't because of the coolant link it already hit his hand uh-huh. so he runs to the back through these other right. um, doorways they both close the doors they're coughing uh, they try to clear their lungs out We can. they can see each other over well McKay can see Lindstrom over a video feed and they can talk and you actually see that Lindstrom's hands are frostbitten. Yeah, it's not good. Bad frostbite. Yeah. And and the audio goes It's like those fingers aren't coming back. On on the video feed and they can't hear each other. And an alarm goes off in Lindstrom's room. Mm -hmm. Lights are flashing. Lindstrom is in an airlock. Mm-mm. And McKay screams into the camera, why aren't you, why are you opening the airlock? Override the system. 
Lindstrom's trying to hit the button. He's yelling back at McKay. Yeah. Neither one of them can hear each other. Yeah. Nothing is working. He's at some point, it becomes very clear, though, that he's like, help me. In the video, we silently just see him screaming yes. into the camera. And then the doors open, and he's gone. Let's talk about how long McKay's going to need to talk about this <laughs> with the Atlantis um, therapist. Yeah. Because, holy shit. With, with Kate Heitmeyer. Yeah. Um, I'm glad we don't see his body do the thing that happens yes. in outer space. Yes. But also there's this weird sense of finality that that could have given the situation for McKay. Because otherwise you're just like thinking about no, the problem is, is McKay knows That's perfectly fair. well what happened to him. Oh, I, I think I think we know. I think he knows. Yeah. It's very clear that we know. But something about, like, the kind of shock that happens in that moment, no matter how well your brain knows a thing, yeah. I would imagine just, like, and then he was gone. And yeah. then he was gone. Like, it just stops. there. Yeah. Like, the record scratches right there. Well, here's here's the thing is... Because at this point, they're dropped out of hyperspace. Mm-hmm. And even when they have sublight, they didn't leave the solar system that right. they were in. I can imagine before they got back to Atlantis, before they left that solar system, they went back and got the body. Oh, God. Yikes. Yeah. I mean. Yeah. Don't I would hope behind. so. I hope so. Yeah. But yeah. But yeah, uh, let's, um, uh, that's going to be a tough one to deal with later. So Carson is checking McKay out, and McKay has some oxygen for his, you know, burnt coolant lungs. Mm-hmm. And a few more seconds of those toxins, McKay wouldn't have been so fine. It's cool, cool, cool. So cool. Caldwell guesses it can rule out malfunctions again. Mm-hmm. And yeah, Lindstrom found something and was telling McKay when all that shit started. Mm. And they're trying to narrow down who could have done something. Many people knew that they were running diagnostics. Yeah. But no one knew that they were in that room at that specific time. Right. John's like, well, couldn't they have just tapped into the the monitors, the right. security camera? And just seen who it is. Who and then also, no, us. they have a team full of brilliant people on the ship. Basically, and uh, uh, Yeah, I do love this part where Caldwell's like, who could have done this? Is like literally anyone. anyone. Yeah. Anyone can hack the feed. Yeah. It's like like the two-year-old can do that. Yeah. And so they already checked for a stowaway. Mm -hmm. There was no one. Um, Hibernating wraith, question mark. But it's been two months since they last encountered a wraith. Mm. There's no way it can stay hidden for that long. So Caldwell orders all civilians confined to quarters. Present company excluded, of course. Interesting. Which puts Weir and McKay off. Kilter uh-huh. a bit. Yeah. And pointing out that some of these people that you want to confine to your quarter is going to be very useful in the investigation yeah. to find out what the These fuck are the just guys happens. who can do the thing that you need done. But Caldwell can't trust him because he had no say in their selection. Yeah. Any Someone chance to undermine we are. Yeah. He's going to take it. Yeah. Yikes. Come on, man. Let up. You just got to let up at some point. Yes. Yeah. But he, he's so focused on, like, the anger. I can... Here's the thing is I can see... I can see on his side the idea of... I had a hand in selecting all these people so I can vouch for them. Mm-hmm. This is my ship. 
something's happening. These are people I didn't vote that right. I didn't have a selection. Right. However, you also should have the forefront of like, fine, anyone who's not currently on duty mm-hmm. is confined to quarters. Yeah. It's just a lot to process. More uh, because that way they at least know where people are. Right. And therefore, if McKay or anyone needs anyone, they yeah. can go grab someone. That's true. They're being vouched for. Or even if the conversation was one of like, everyone's confined to quarters. If there's someone specific you need, you let me know. Yeah. Or something like that. Yeah. Uh, so we get another flashback. Do-do-do-do. This one sucks. To the SGC briefing room. Oh, it doesn't suck. Oh, no, not that one. Not that one. Yeah. Uh, It's Carson looking through some files. Overwhelmed because to him, everyone he's seeing is more qualified than he is. How adorable is that just process? Like, dude, no. I think I spotted one of these photos. I thought I spotted a Deloise. I don't know. We paused on a girl for a long time, so I feel like she's someone. But I don't know. That's not... That's not Peter DeLuise. It's definitely not Peter DeLuise, but I wonder if she's someone. That's all. Um, we stop on a blonde. And he's like, how can I choose? They're all overachievers. They're all more qualified than me. And Weird does remind him that Carson is his chief surgeon. Yeah. No one is more qualified than he is. There's nothing... Uh, he th- thinks her with an adorable dimpled smile. It's just the sweetest thing because... I don't think it comes from a place of not liking himself. No. It comes from a place of, like, he really thinks people are great. Yes. He genuinely finds all people great. He's like, I'm awesome. I know that. But these people are way They're cool. so much more awesomer. Yeah. yeah. Like, he's just an appreciative for. I once met a guy. Um, he's married to a friend of mine from high school who um, is an amazingly talented designer. Yeah amazingly talented he he worked on like interface mm-hmm. for tesla mm-hmm. um so just to, what, to give you like a yeah skill. just to give you a little yeah. a piece of uh what he's good at um and he would genuinely listen to me talk about my crappy work and i'm like why are you <laughs> listening to me he goes i just think it's really cool yeah. and i think that's who carson is yeah yeah. He's just like, everyone's great. So Carson has a shortlist. <laughs> quote unquote shortlist. Mm-hmm. Hoping Weir could make the final suggestions. Yeah. And I also, there's also something I love. And I think it is, you frequently find this. Um, I This is my own, my own hypothesis. So, mm-hmm. But I think you frequently see this in people who are doctors, who work in trauma fields, who are first responders and stuff. They can make fucking split life and death decisions but if you ask them what color they should paint the walls of a house yeah yeah it's like nope i think if you're like quick the walls are bleeding to death paint it a color they'll pick a color exactly (laughs) you like carson would get make a split decision if someone's life's dependent on it but if you want you want him to make a decision on this it's like what color what kind of ice cream do you want i don't know just pick one for me Uh, yeah I'll eat anything. It's fine. Um, and 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 we were asked if she saw if if Carson saw a file for Dr. Simon Wallace. <sighs> He's like, yeah, also more qualified than uh-huh. me. Um, but all candidates were required to sign a blind commitment to a year, mm-hmm. and he didn't sign. Mm. And she's like, well, he has security clearance. And Carson's like, maybe that's why he didn't sign. Uh huh. Because he knows the things. And at Simon's house, the plot. Thickens. Uh, she mad. 
Yeah. She mad that he didn't tell her, but he's like, look, I haven't said yes, but I haven't said no yet. And that's enough. Yeah. That's enough. He's like, you, she's, you've been gone for a year and you can't just come back and in two weeks notice have me drop everything. He has patience. He has research. And she's like, yeah, your work's super important. But this is the same situation that everyone else in the list is going through, mm-hmm. too, with two weeks to, in order to put their lives in order to go off on this adventure. And Simon uh, just needs more time. Yeah. Which, you know, sounds like he's trying to say something to you without actually saying the words that are needed in order to say that thing to you. It's tricky. It's so tricky because there is a difference between needing time and saying, I will eventually be there. Yeah. I ha- I have to do this thing. Yeah. Versus what he's really saying, which is, I don't want to do this anymore. Yeah. Which are not the same words. And no. it's really not fair. It is super not fair. To delay the inevitable. You got to rip those band-aids off fast. Right off. Yeah. Because then what happens is when someone really just does need time. I think of like when Lorelai and Luke. Yeah. When Luke needed time. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. then she's so used to people telling her that and then really just running away. Yeah, yeah, that she yeah. just assumed he didn't want anything to do with her anymore. Exactly. But he was like, I genuinely just needed some time. Like, and then you fucking got all words, over my face. Words. Specific words are being yeah, said. Yeah. Yeah. Um, if only we could learn to use our words good. In this, yeah, exactly. And yeah. then, it's just interesting because we, we never really get an idea of how long they've been together. Right. And to know how effectively both sides communicate with each other. It's, it's so interesting too, because that's her entire job. Yeah, to know if, if she has a reason to believe that when he says I just need more time, it like legit means I haven't made my decision up right. yet and I'll give me another day or two. Right. Or if it means like what Lorelai thought. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's 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 interesting. You yeah. know, we don't know if they were together for only a year or two before she left, or if they are a couple that's been together for fifteen years. Yeah, relationships are hard. Yeah. It just goes to show you even someone like trained in intergalactic communication yeah. and successful at it can still have trouble communicating with her partner. Yeah. Wowza. So back in the present, mm-hmm. uh, McKay has joined Hermit in engineering. Yes. They found sabotage. Sabotage. I was going to swear not to break into um, I did it. It's done. We're there now. So it's a virus. It's it's in the navigational computers mm-hmm. and a little bit in communications and a little bit in propulsion. Yep. It's metastasized. Oh, no. It's rewriting itself as it grows. And it's not like anything that Hermia's ever seen a human write before. Right. And in my favorite McKay line of the episode, air person, don't be there. You. <laughs> Stop. You be somewhere else. Be away. Uh, he's checking speaking something. Speaking of not being good with words. <laughs> he's uh, checking. Although he's pretty clear. To be fair, I do. Listen, he says air person. And not airmen. It, yeah, it's effective. It may not be the kindest approach, but it's <laughs> definitely effective. You didn't call it just you. I mean, yeah. yeah, a little bit of a attempt. Yeah. Anyways, he he runs through something, and he's pretty sure it's impossible. But just fuck. is. Yep. He ran it through a translation program. Hmm. It's rape. This is fun. And Hermie looks at it. Fuck indeed. Yeah. It's gonna fuck shit up. 
So on the bridge, McKay has caught everyone up. Mm-hmm. Uh, they must have downloaded in the last encounter with the Wraith, and yeah. it took two months to, like, unfold itself and grow, and it's been waiting for a trigger. And McKay thinks that trigger was as soon as they made it back into the Pegasus galaxy in Wraith territory. It's like, we told you not to feed it after midnight, and they you did, it after and midnight. now it's gone full gremlin. And it's going to take the ship back to the Wraithlands mm-hmm. and deliver the ship to them. Which would mean they have an intergalactic hyperdrive. Yep. And the exact location and how to get to Earth. Yay! Everything Wraith always wanted. It's going to be like Christmas Day for them. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And Caldwell doesn't understand. If like, they knew what Christmas who was. Who killed Monroe and Lindstrom? <laughs> uh, dude, the, the ship did. The virus. Huh, yeah. It's not it's that fucking AI. hard. We all fucking know this, except you, because you're dumb. He may be the dumbest person on that ship. And I don't mean that he's yeah. dumb, but, like, everyone on that ship is so fucking smart <laughs> that he may be the dumbest person well, on that ship. Well, the whole thing is that you, you hire people who are smarter yes, than you. Yes, yeah. So the, <laughs> the virus is an AI that can adapt and protect itself, and it killed both of them to prevent its exposure to mm. the rest of the, the crew. It can't take over the whole ship. The ship is not, like, one massive computer. Right. This isn't Star Trek. Yeah. But... It's, there's crossovers, there's links, it's a bunch of different systems and backups or redundancies that yeah. are all sort of interconnected. There's mm-hmm. bridges. And, like, the, there are a few things, like life support. They built this ship the way I work in After Effects, where it's like, <laughs> there was one comp, and then there was another comp, and uh-huh. then there was another comp, and now those are both nested in this other comp, and uh-huh. then this comp's here. And don't ask me how to get to this one, because it's going to take me a little while. Yeah. Like, there's not one clean file. Whereas, well, that's where I start. And yeah. then in the end, I have one After Effects comp where you modify one and it ripples down oh, and yeah. it modifies all these other ones. Which is awesome. And then cross-reference them. It's and the, then like, yeah. does math. Do math are at things. It's the one place where I don't have a clean workspace. <laughs> and you know me. <laughs> I know. All of my workspaces are clean. No, my files start like mm. a hot steaming mess. <laughs> However, I do pride myself in how far I can clean them up. Nice. Um... But anyway, life support is its own isolated system, mm-hmm. purposely so, so that this virus can't just, like, vent all the atmosphere on yeah. the ship. That's yeah, the bro. good news. We don't do that because reasons. The bad news is that navigation and propulsion are in- interconnected. Hmm. So until they get those back, they're stuck. And apparently, the ship just started broadcasting a distress signal. Yay! That they can't shut down. It's a homing bacon. Because because McKay points out the virus is adaptable, uh-huh. and if he can't bring the ship to the wraith, yep. it's going to bring the wraith to the ship. You can't bring Muhammad to the mountain. And they're sitting ducks. Quack. <laughs> so, later on the bridge, everyone is tense. Mm. It's like five minutes later, I'm sure. Yeah. McKay is working on cutting the power to the long-range transmitter. Uh, the program is smart. It's always one step ahead of him. Yeah. And he's like, does some jury rigging. He's like, try it now. And they're like, no. Uh, new plan. They're going to cycle the system. Yeah. Turn Shut on, everything turn on down. Mm-hmm. Wipe all the drives. Just reboot it. Reboot it from uh, some clean backups. Sounds like Should what work. I would do. That would have been my first move. It's going to take like an hour or two to set up, though. Ugh. John knows they don't have that time. <laughs> so he has another plan. Uh-huh. Caldwell's not going to like it. He's like, so remember in A New Hope when he just goes in uh-huh. and then just shoots the things? Uh-huh. I want to do that. You like, remember, he's just living out dreams. Do you remember how, 
Listen, bear with me here. You know how the Millennium Falcon had, like, a round radar dish? Uh-huh. You know how when they brought the Millennium Falcon back, it had that really sleek, like, square rectangle one? Yeah, yeah, Would yeah. you like a square rectangle radar yeah. dish? Yeah, why don't we update our radar why don't, dish? Before we update it, we're going to have to take it out. So there's a demo that has to happen first. <laughs> He's just living up his dreams. So that plan He really is... is just, like, you know he was in there by himself, and I was like, Red Fighter 1, go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You Red know leader. that was happening. Red leader. Uh, so we take to the 302. And with a little firepower, they do evacuate the area, close off bulkheads. But mm-hmm. John's like, listen, my aim is precise as fuck. You'll be yeah, fine. Yeah, because he uses the force. And he takes out the... <laughs> he takes out the array cleanly. Mm-hmm. And the distress signal stops. Yay. Awesome. No problem. Big one. Except for this new problem. Haha, <laughs> it's not fine. When John goes to return to the Daedalus, his controls on his F-302 mm-hmm. are not responding anymore. And he's now speeding away from the ship. Yep. And duh, McKay should have seen this coming. The virus was on the ship as well, the X-302. So they can't beam him. They can beam him back. But they could try to. Um, Just kidding. Look, the Asgard beam's fine. However, the sensor array that we use to target the beam... You just shot it. Kind of was just destroyed. You just shot it. Ha ha. Weird, weird uh, coincidence. But McKay remembers they can lock onto his radio signals the way the Prometheus do it before they got the fancy Asgard sensors. Uh, They have three minutes till John's out of range. Mm -hmm. And we're radio him. Just hold tight. He's like, I'm holding. Yeah. It's just long enough for him to have a sad, sad moment. Uh, John is sitting in Ford's cousin's home. Mm -hmm. She brings a very nice cup of tea, although it looks like she just pours water. Yeah. Looks like no tea goes in there. (laughs) She's not that interested. Ford was an only child. Maybe it's like a blooming flower tea and it's at the bottom. I don't know. She's like, I got these for Christmas one year and I've never used them. Here you go. Have some tea. (laughs) They might be a little dusty. Yeah. Um, But his cousin Laura and Ford... Um, he didn't have any siblings, so they're close, like, siblings. Yeah. And John emphasizes to her that Ford is alive. Until I have proof, I am counting Ford as alive. Yep. And I'm going to keep looking for him until I find him. Mm-hmm. And she's like, great, but you can't tell me where he was stationed, what he was doing, where he is now, how he went missing, or any chance that we'll ever see him again. Nope. Yeah, No. No. So she, imagine what she's thinking. She's like captured in the Middle East somewhere. Yeah. He's turned. They're going to turn him. They're yeah. going to do a thing. Uh, yeah. That's going to suck. And I mean, it's not much and better. And understandable as to why she's a little prickly about the yeah. situation. But and also like the blaming is shitty. Well, the blaming is something I'm not going to put past someone. Right. When they're in that situation and the immediate reaction. You're grieving. You're angry. But this is why Laura didn't want John speaking with Ford's grandparents, though. Mm-hmm. Um, they can't take this. Yeah. And she's Aww. actually considering telling his grandparents that Ford died. Again, sometimes you just, the closure is easier than yes. the hope. Exactly. Which is really crappy to think about. It's but... really crappy, but it's one of those where... If there is the chance that he comes back, mm-hmm. you can still buy off the, oh, we, we, we thought, honestly thought he was dead. Yeah, there was an Look episode at the of Grey's awesome like celebration. That. Yeah. Um, In Grey's Anatomy, one of the doctors 
is like a trauma surgeon uh-huh. and he's like fairly new and um he's played by i think you'll like him he's scottish i think in real life uh he was on the tv show rome anyway um he's a soldier who comes back and we learn that his sister died mm-hmm. and he blames himself because she was also a soldier blah mm-hmm. blah blah and then like three seasons later she shows up she shows up but she's like bitch i was captured the whole time oh. yeah and then there's like a whole story arc where they have to be like is she still working because then the he's mad side. that that he wasn't able to go and rescue her. Well, yeah, and then he he and his best friend, who was married to the sister because Grey's Anatomy, of course, uh, hate each other because they he blames them because reasons. Reasons. The end. Bye. Um, but I do like how Laura goes. Look, Ford mentioned you in his message back home, hmm. and that you were a good man, and that you were <sighs> to be trusted. She wants to make sure that trust wasn't misplaced. Dude. And that scene overlaps. With Weir calling his name. Yeah. Him sitting in the 302. Um, but cool. He's in range to beam now. And McKay's like, yeah, um, honestly, it's never been tested at this range before. So let's hope. Yeah. You'll be fine. It's all, it's all good. Mm-hmm. And he's like, I just don't want to leave any bits behind. <laughs> A specific ones in mind is See, what I'm probably. thinking. Probably. And, well, he, he probably well, doesn't mean his toes. One second, because they beam him back to the bridge, where, again, wouldn't you be sitting? Like, does the beam right. like, stand you? Eh. Um, he's like, yep, two arms, ten fingers. I'll check the rest later. Mm-hmm. Those bits. Hmm. Cool. Caldwell's I do love that he's like, I'll check later. It's like, no, you won't. You yeah. know you're going to grab for it right now. As soon as, like, you think yeah. that people aren't looking. Uh-huh. Um, but Caldwell wants his ship back. So in engineering, we see an ominous HAL 9000 light from the camera, though not as big. Mm-hmm. It's like a HAL 1000. Okay. Okay. Yes. Because it's a yeah. smaller light. I was trying to see if there was somewhere you would know the actor from that I was no. talking about, but I can't find <laughs> it. It's fine. Uh, and we get a wide, red-tinted panoramic of engineering through oh. HAL vision. Um, McKay is flitting from spot to spot, shoving people away as he goes. Yeah. Um, you know, this is what John does when his laptop backs up. Yeah. Just kind of turns it off and then turns it back on again. And he's real worried that if they're yeah. pulling from the John Shepard computer yeah. manual right now, <laughs> there's problems. Yeah, this is not good. Did you blow in it? You should blow in it. <laughs> but they're ready to go. We get another HAL 1000 view. Yep. Uh, and Caldwell announces it. Hermie presses the button and everything goes dark. Ooh. And here's your scene. Yes. Can we talk about how much I don't like her shirt? It's pretty bad. It's pretty ugly. She's, I was going to say a candle is lit and Weird's dressed up, but Weird's just dressed. She's like, I think she's dressed up, but she's been off planet so long she forgot what dressed up looks like. I'm pretty sure, listen, I found some, I found some good stuff at this store, but I'm pretty sure that's from Dress Barn. It's like, if Taylor were there, she'd be like, no, girl. <laughs> no. And, and then we've seen that Weir doesn't have, like, a very adventurous taste. She's yeah. pretty much in just her, like, yeah. um, what is it called? North Face. Yep. North Face gear. All the time. All so the maybe time. to her, she's like, there's lace on it. It's <laughs> fancy. Uh, maybe that's just who she is. You know what I mean? So to her, that seems cool. But we figured they wouldn't have many more opportunities for these super fancy dinners. Yeah. Uh, because, you know, the food's not the best there. The Athosians made some great things. They trade for things. But I prepped this really, really nice date night for us. Candlelit. 
And finally, he tells her straight up, I'm not going. Yeah. Ouch. But you're the adventurer. I'm not. She's like, look, I'm not an adventurer. I was scared shitless the first time I stepped through the gate. Oh, my feelings. I was terrified, but I took a chance. And when you take a chance, you're going to be fine. And Take a chance on me. And he goes, look, I'm really, really proud of you for what you did. But also, I But it's not the only reason. Ah! Stabbered! Again. met someone. A to Brute. Yikes. He didn't wait very long. And, and this is this is a thing we, we slightly discussed as we were watching this. It's hard to make it's hard to say that when we don't You're right. We only see a fraction of this. I think the relationship wasn't gonna last, whether or not she left. Exactly. Yeah. Because he says, you know, you you were away for you were away for so long. Mm-hmm. And part of me wonders if he's not just talking about the year that she was in Atlantis. Yeah. If she wasn't home we knew she was going all around yeah for um to negotiate yeah she her job took her away a lot and maybe she wasn't very connected to the relationship and maybe he just some people some people are really suited and do as well as you can and have successful marriages when you have those type of well, here's here's what I think is you have to both be on board. That's what I mean. And, and you have to go into the relationship saying this is what my life is. Yeah, if, not everyone can have a partner who yeah. is physically distant. Yeah. For that long. Yeah. Yeah. Especially when you know we don't know the level of commitment they've made to each other. Right. Right, like you know, I fully acknowledge you don't have to be actually married in order yeah. to have that lifelong commitment. Yeah. But again, you have to go into it saying this is the type of life that I plan to lead, and yeah. if the other person doesn't want that kind of life, no matter how much you care for each other, yeah. it's probably not going to work. We need to remember that she left a video for him. Yeah, she didn't even say goodbye. She left a video for him saying that she was going to go for a year. Yeah, she didn't ask him, "Is it okay if I go for a year?" That's true. Or I probably would have been really fucking about pissed about it. Especially if he'd already been, if the relationship was already tense. Yeah. And she left the video. At that point, he's probably met someone who in the back of his mind, he's like, hey, this person's cool, but I have a girl. Yeah, exactly. And then she leaves and it's like, well, fuck. Yeah. Yeah. Wowza. Still so doesn't I, make it hurt any less. It doesn't make it hurt any less. It still doesn't mean that they didn't have really shitty communication mm-hmm. about it. But it's also just like... Part of me wants to say when Weir turns away and when she hears that, it's kind of confirming some things in her head. Yeah. Like um, that she wants John. And because there needs to be, he knows that there needs to be some time before that conversation continues. He he doesn't, I don't, it doesn't look like he leaves the room. Mm-hmm. It just looks like he goes to the side of the kitchen. And I couldn't tell. It almost looked like it keys. Like you picked up keys oh. or something. I thought I heard a key sound. Maybe. I wasn't paying her enough attention. I was so busy going, ooh, that sucks. Yeah, but we're just kind of puts out the candle mm-hmm. with her fingers. Um, and the lights come on in the Daedalus. Uh, the first signs are promising. Mm-hmm. Looks like there's no signs of the virus. Hyperdrive will take a few minutes. They do have sublights. So they get moving. Mm-hmm. And then there's the alarms. Dun, 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 dun. They're hearing, of course, controls won't respond. The virus is back. Yeah. And now has control of their sublight It's engines. gone full um, cruise control. It's like the new smart cars. Speed 2. Yeah. 
Cruise control. Cruise control. <laughs> you gotta keep the Prometheus going over a bazillion minutes <laughs> and an hour. I can't do uh, intergalactic math. Um. So there was no sign of the the virus. Where is right Keanu? That's that's how this would be solved with, with Keanu. Keanu. Imagine Shepard and Keanu, oh like solving things together. Imagine them two saving puppies. Somehow I feel like Shepard would get more California. Can we take a second to talk about how adorable Keanu Reeves and his like new girlfriend are? And yes. she's probably not new. I think they just finally announced it to the yeah, world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she basically looks like Helen Mirren. Uh, but like fucking adorable. Age. Yeah. Um, I just like seeing good people happy. Yes. He didn't need, and it's the thing where they took a picture together in not the typical Hollywood picture. Like, they're not yeah. all cozy. They're genuinely just both happy. It's like when you see a couple walking around together in high school. Yes. Like, they're like, I don't know what to do, but I'm super into this. Which made me so mad about, like, the headlines and everything around the article. Oh, that just made me so annoyed. I'm like, can't you just let two people be happy without making it weird? Oh, I didn't even know they made it weird. Oh, they kept going on about how he has finally has an age-appropriate girlfriend and stuff. And I'm like... What? I was like, dude, you would not be saying that shit if this yeah. was, like... Who cares? Anyway, yeah. Who cares? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, anyway, I'm done. It was just... That's what I was like. I was like, can't you just let two people who, like... Are happy for a moment, be just happy. be fucking happy yeah. and nope. not like. Because that be doesn't sell. It. Happiness does not sell. Okay, bye. Gotta go. Off um, my soapbox. Anyways, the main issue that the Daedalus has is that uh, they're heading straight for a star. We're going. Oh, is Sam around? She could just blow it up. She could just blow it up. Mm-hmm. So, ignoring the whole issue of how the virus returns, mm-hmm. to clarify, they're not gonna crash into the sun. They're just going to go close yeah. enough that the radiation will kill everyone on and board. And yeah, Hermia's like, actually, uh, no, you're just all going to die, including me. Thanks, bye. And then, you know, they won't have to, they, because they know humans would destroy the ship before they let the wraith happen. Right. So, like, let's just get rid of all the humans. Yeah. Um, AK is remembering things. Mm-hmm. He knows the SGC had an episode similar to this when an <laughs> alien took control. Right. Um, and they tried to shut the system down, but the entity saved itself by hiding in a melp. Yep. They're like, we have no melps. They're like, no. Do you have an entire goddamn hangar full of F-302s? Yes. Cool. So they're going to pull all the memory storage from them. Mm-hmm. Make sure there's no place that they can hide. Yep. Cycle the system again. Easy peasy, lemon squeezy. So John and McKay run to the fighter bay. Yep. And we see HAL 1000 watching them as they make their way through the hallways. Super cool. And the door closes right as they get there. Yeah. Cool. Hmm. So they turn and go another way and the door closes right in front of them. Yeah. It's basically, you can't outrun the mind thing. No. And uh, and McKay's like, it's like a chess match. And John really hopes McKay's good at chess. No. He goes, I mean, I don't get to play very often. It's really hard to find people who are challenging enough. <laughs> well, I feel like he's not a very patient man. And chess does require a certain amount of patience. Yes. So while he may it may be true that there's not people who are willing to play with him, yeah. I don't know it's that they're not good enough I'm to play sure with him. I'm pretty sure Zelenka could wipe his ass. That's what I mean. Chess. I just think people are like, no, you. I don't enjoy playing with you. I don't you. play speed chess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, like, you know, some people just like to uh, talk to, like, um... Landry and Jack at the yeah. beginning of this season, I'm if you will. Shocker, not good at chess. 
Um, I have, according to Jesse, I have a good brain for chess. I'm very bad at games with rules, which I think you know. Yes. I If I can get over the hump of learning <laughs> rules, I'm fine. But I don't like to do things that require more time in learning how to do them than it takes to just... If I can't just start playing... I, I was really... about to say something about, says the person who super loves to play D&D. Yeah. It has more rule books. But, but you, you can just, just play. start playing. Yes. And I like to learn the things as I go. And it doesn't really work with chess. My favorite is that I'm a DM who still asks my players yeah. about rules. Yeah. And they're cool enough that they're like, that's the rule. Yeah. Or what was it yesterday where it's like, wait, no, the grapple check. Yeah, the it's like, check. there's something else here. Just yeah. give me a second. I was like, I don't, I don't yeah. know how do grapple checks work again. Yeah. And I, thankfully, they're cool. And we'll yes. be like, this is how it normally does. But it's your table. I'm like, no, yeah. it's fine. We'll do that. <laughs> <laughs> the end. So Jalen calls to the bridge and Caldwell confirms there's no way to get to the fighter bay. Mm-hmm. So the opt's left are beaming. <sighs> Which the beam is not meant to go like that small a distance. <laughs> this is not Star Trek. Yeah. Um, with lack of choices, McKay just scrunches himself up real small. <laughs> I love how he does that, but it's like he doesn't fully commit to it. No. He just looks awkward. He, the, he, he just holds, looks like he has to poop. And he gets to hold that awkward position for uh-huh. uncomfortably long amount yeah, of time. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, we yeah. hold on it while John, like, looks side subtle. glances at yeah. him for an uncomfortably long amount mm-hmm. of time. Uh, but it works. Yeah. And right as they get in there, the alarms start going off, and the hangar doors start to open. It's a time trial. And they just stand there watching each other. It's like when you're playing Crash Bandicoot, but you have to get the star relic, the time relic, and so you have to hit the little button, the stopwatch at the beginning, you have to finish the level in a certain amount of time, or else you die. Uh Uh-huh. Okay, that's all. I've never played Crash Bandicoot. Um, (gasps) Okay. You knew that. Don't I know. I still guess like you didn't know that. Shock. Um, but they really should be dead by now, as we see the fully open bay doors. Mm-hmm. Open the pod bay doors, Hal. <laughs> uh, but thankfully, Hermiad is smart and raised the shield to keep the atmosphere in. Thank but it's only goodness. a matter of time before the virus gets control of that. So work quickly. That's when the time trial started. Stick, so tick, they tick, go. Tick, tick. They run between ships. They pull out memory chips. Each one as they go. And blah, blah, blah. And uh, when the virus is about to control the shield, Hermiad has already lost the beam. Oh. And as the fighter bay decompresses, they all call to John and McKay. And we get a good tension beat before we see that they have both found themselves in the same 302. John's really good there. at, like, making people, like, shit their pants a little bit. I know. He's like, oh, yeah, I'm here. Sorry, I got distracted. And they're just going to have to sit here because they have no beam. Mm-hmm. And... They did get all the memory pulled, though. Mm. So the next sh- shutdown should work. Yeah. And they're getting real close to that sun. Yeah. So let's just get this rolling quickly. And they're able to because they have all the same protocols in place uh, since they just did this. McKay's yep. hyperventilating just a little bit. Yeah. A little claustrophobic. Poor guy. And uh, how much air do these things have? Jen's like, no, it's tons. We're, you're fine. Just stop talking. He's like, that's good because if this is not work, we're going to be, we're going to need a plan. We're going to be here quite a while. It could be bad. And and John's like, you know what? I'm rethinking things right now. We have limited air. You should not talk. Never talk again. And take shallow breaths. And just, why don't you just go to sleep? One more shot. Everything goes dark. Hmm. Hermia turns things on again. We do get a Hell 1000 shot briefly in here. Hmm. Um, and 
they have nav controls for a second, but they lose them again, and everyone curses mentally out loud. Yeah. Hermit under his breath in his native tongue. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like a cockroach. You can't fucking kill it. Yep. Yep. But McKay shitty. is like, this should have worked. There's no place. It's that... like the fire ants that hang out by my house. Yeah. Fuckers. John realizes there's one place, not on the ship, that the virus could take shelter in. And we see outside John's original 302 hanging out like a little pod hanging out next to the Mandalorian. No, I know I'm (laughs) I got super confused for a second and I thought it was Ford. Oh, and I was like, no, 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 that's not how this works, idiot. (laughs) That's not. Yeah, there's there's other cues. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So John gets ready to fly. McCain's like, what do you mean? We have no nav computer. John's Mm. like, I'm your fucking nav computer. We'll be fine. I'm the captain now. Yeah, and he tells the engine room to prep for another shutdown on his command. Mm-hmm. And they have to do this quickly because radiation is rising. Yep. John flies out. We see in here the virus ship. Yeah. It's a fun around. little dog fight. It is a great dog fight. There is some awesome trick flying yeah. here. He goes full tailspin, if you will. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, with another tailspin spin. Spin. Uh, and so but anyways there's there's awesome fancy flying but the virus <laughs> ship keeps up with them <laughs> that would startle me wow Kaylee <laughs> uh, McKay finds out the hard way that at these speed the inertial dampeners just make sure they don't die mm-hmm. it doesn't cut down the G's to zero right it's like there's only so much it can do yeah uh, and, and the fancy flying continues while Hermia brings a thing up to sense them in the yeah. in the thing. And uh, John pulls the best move. The best move. The best move. We're going to hit the brakes. We'll fly right by. So the virus takes, like, then heads into the chronosphere. But mm-hmm. they're not following the virus ship. Nope. And did McKay mention that they have less protection in these little tiny ships than they do in the Daedalus against, like, radiation from the sun? Yikes. No? Cool. And Hermia watches the radiation levels yeah, rise. Yeah, this is fine. But This is where you get your superpowers, McKay. Exactly. Yeah. Um, Just hit them with a little radiation. But they're so close to the sun, Daedalus can't track them anymore. Hmm. And so the, the screens go blank. Rodney is going on about how fair skin is and how easily it burns. And I'm like, look, 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 I am with you, McKay. Yeah. Few people burn as easily as me. <laughs> it's true. However, there's a time and place to bring that up. Yeah. Let's talk this, about this later, maybe. Not one of them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> John's talking computer starts to fritz out from the radiation, but he gets one clean shot, and it's John. It's all he needs. Yeah. Perfect yeah. hit. Other 302s destroyed. Woo! Shepard wins. In uh, engineering, Hermia already thinks it's been longer than they could survive inside the chronosphere. Hermia, it's no faith. No. Come on. Weird tries calling out to them. John calls back but that the ship is destroyed. They should try to shut down again. As McKay does the skin finger test that I know yeah. all too well. <laughs> what is that? You've never... You... No, tell me. So when you when you get start getting sunburn, uh-huh. if you put press your fingers on your skin you can watch it react and you can justifiably see how sunburnt you are owie that sounds terrible because it gives you like a clean and clean palette and you can see the contrast of how burnt your skin gets so um caldwell tells them to just chill there for a second out next to us 
I mean, get out of the sun, but like, just mm-hmm. chill there for a second. We'll get back to you. We're going to restart this the system. Get back to you when we get rid of the virus. And uh, John's like, hey, McKay, do you want to take the stick? Yeah. He goes, really? Yeah, no. Yeah, no. No. Oh, it seems so mean. I, I know. Feel, I feel like it's like a driver's training car. It's like you could always just take it back. Ugh. But that, I think, is John's payback for the, yeah. hey, I'm getting sunburned back here. Shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Haha, ha, you don't get to drive. So back on Atlantis. Yay, everyone say The new crew is seeing the gate room for the first time. Woohoo. Uh, John and Rodney are very sunburnt. Yeah. Taylor welcomes him back and congratulates John on his promotion. I love how proud Taylor is. Taylor's so proud. Yeah. She's such... Like, I know where's there, but Taylor's the mama bear of this group. She's... Yeah. It, it's like, there's there's no question that she this has now become who she protects. Yes. Uh-huh. Uh, and, and she understands... She's the mom who, like, doesn't quite know what you do, but knows that this is good, so yeah. she's super proud of you. I know. Yeah. Um, things have been quiet in the city since they were gone. They, mm-hmm. People still think the city's been destroyed. Yep. As far as I know. Yay. Rodney realizes skin is peeling and hopes Carson is moisturizer. <laughs> yes, Rodney. He Aww. goes, can we, uh, can, we, can we get that? Yes, Rodney. Aww. He just eye rolls and laughs. Because everything's so sweet. back to normal. Um, he's going to, I want him in the next episode to come out with zinc on his nose. <laughs> um so any uh, any off world contacts um any any news from off world contacts are trying to see what the word is out and and she's like yeah we've been talking to him but no there is no word from ford yet yeah and she knew that he'd want a copy of all the reports she's already collected it all here yeah she gives him the computer and as he goes off to read those um it's just weir and taylor and Taylor's really sorry the trip was difficult. Must have been really nice to visit home. Hmm, actually. With friends, with loved ones. Oh, just rub nothing. it in. <laughs> yeah, let's just not talk about it. Just kind of polite smiles. Yeah. Um, and then thankfully Zelenka comes over and saves the conversation. He has several reports on awesome new things that have popped up that they've discovered around the sh- city. Cool, About cool, new cool. systems that have the ZPM. Sweet. And Taylor's like, dude, chill. She just fucking got here. Like, let her breathe. And and Weir's like, no, it's it's fine. Let's uh let's get back to work. This is the good for stuff because I don't want to talk about my relationship anymore. Yay! Yay, because <laughs> I like distractions. Uh, yeah, this was fun. This is a fun episode. Yeah, it, it, it's just fun. Um It's a different feel for Atlantis. Yeah. It's I a was, very Stargate feeling episode. I was gonna say, I'm happy to get back to Atlantis. Yes. Uh, but this was fun. It was a good little delay of like, it's a tease of like, haha, we're not going to get you right back on planet how yes. we thought we were. Um, it's nice to cut those loose ends with the dude that is clearly not Weir's dude. Simon. Um, it's To sucks. be fair, also not Sam's dude. Right. He's just not <laughs> meant to be part of the SGC ladies. Exactly. Um... SGCGs, SGC, uh, doesn't matter. Uh, We're done. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Fuck, I was really hoping we'd get some closure with Ford. Well, it's the second episode. I know. Uh, Uh, I will say that we have one more episode of Atlantis till we're caught up and even with SG-1. Okay. And then we'll go back and forth these. It's It's the one many people have been waiting for. Okay. It's called Runner. It's kind of the one... Where we figure out what happened to Ford. Yes. And then everyone 
dies. <laughs> it's the it's actually the last episode of the series. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah. sounds right. It's just the last episode. <laughs> Guys, thanks for the listening. Rant to lasted us. for one and three episodes. Yep, it's exactly where they yep. would cancel the season. Yep. They'd be like, we cannot stand one more. Nope. Of this amazing show. Um, thank you for listening to us be weird. Yes. We'll see you guys next week with Runner. Runner. Um, it's about a marathon. Yep. Um, on a planet called Marathon. Uh-huh. It's very Greek inspired. It's very, yeah. That's that's what's gonna happen. Yeah. Um until next week, find us on Twitter at Terra Podcast. Find us on Facebook at there's no place like Terra. Email us at there's no place like Terra at gmail.com. Rake us, like us, rake. Yep, rake us. Rake our leaves, please, because nobody Where has cleaned my lawn. Marathon times. We're going to go running. Okay, bye. Bye.